Welcome to the Empowering Real Talk podcast. It's your host, Keisha, aka Coach K Woods, founder of Upgraded Mindsets, whose mission is to inspire and empower unapologetic self confidence through conversation, insight, and value. Some of these conversations may be uncomfortable, but in order for us to grow individually and as a whole, these conversations are necessary. Be sure you are favoring on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Subscribe to the Empowering Real Talk YouTube channel and let's get started. Welcome back to the Empowering Real Talk podcast. It is your girl, Keisha, a.k.a. Coach K. Wills of Upgraded Mindsets, and I appreciate you so much for tuning in. Before we get started, y'all know what I'm going to ask. Make sure you are subscribing to the podcast here on YouTube. If you are listening on your podcast platforms, then make sure you favorite, like, share, support, review. Um, I appreciate all of the feedback. Um, Make sure you do it on all podcast streaming platforms, but you can do it on your favorite one. Um, I'll take that as well. So I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Um, as y'all know, I am here to have, you know, uncomfortable conversations. Um, but in order for us to grow, these conversations are necessary. Um, if you are watching us on YouTube, then you see I am not here alone. And I'm going to let my guest introduce herself. Hello, hello. Hi. Uh, I want to thank you first for having me here. I really do appreciate the opportunity to work with you on this and to be your guest. And I am I am just, oh, God, so excited about it. Um, <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm Stephanie Wilson Coleman, known as the Empowerment Doctor. And I specialize in what I call uh, helping people through the real problems of life. So uh, my story is I went... I was homeless, uh, no job, no place to stay, had a kid in college, and I was able to get through that homelessness period and then become financially independent, start my own businesses. And uh, for a while, I worked for a large agency in which uh, I had actually broken everything, every one of the taboos that they thought. I, my team was performing very, very well because I found a way to use the same principles I used to change my life, even in the workforce. So it works no matter where you are and no matter what you're going through. So if you're working with a coach, please pay attention to what they say <laughs> and do as they tell you to do. Please, please, please do. Please do. <laughs> It's important, you know, um, I think that, you know, a lot of people can get lost in the fact of just saying that they have a coach, not really understanding that um, we're like basketball coaches, we're like football coaches, you know, we're on the sidelines rooting you on, but also giving you plays to, you know, to implement. And if you're not implementing that, then, you know, that's not setting us up for failure and setting you up for failure. Um, you know, so we just have to, you know, make sure we just give our clients those reminders from time to time. So thanks for letting the audience know, because if you're looking to hire a coach, that's one thing that you do have to listen to. Um, are you wanting to be open and receptive to feedback for yourself? You know, that's very important. Um, when I first worked with a coach, one of my first assignments, so Mm -hmm. even coaches have coaches. So One of my first assignments was to read a book entitled Loving Relationships. Now, I like to read and the things that I do are on the uh, metaphysical level. So reading books like that to change my mindset says, yes, I'm going to do this. I opened that book and the first page says, if you didn't, if you don't feel undying love for everyone in your life, 
then you've got some forgiveness work to do. Mm-hmm. And I was not happy because I was going through a divorce. First husband took everything. I didn't like it much. I didn't care if he felt if he was just dead the next day. But I says, okay, I got to do this if this is going to work. So I sat down and I started a forgiveness journal. And I wrote down all of the things that I thought I needed to forgive. So it didn't start off cute. So I don't want people to think that when you start forgiveness, it's really neat work because it's not neat work at all. So I would say things like, I'll forgive him if he doesn't get hit by a truck. Okay. But I kept working on that till I did get to the point to where I could just forgive him. And there's a method that I use called the Sedona method where you ask yourself, when will you be ready to forgive? And you know the answer inside. And sometimes it'll say tomorrow, six months, a year. And I always say, well, in that case, just put that date on your calendar, come back, and then you will be able to let it go. But you've got to let that stuff go because you've got to make room for the new stuff. And think about it like this. If everything you ever wanted showed up on semi-trucks for you to have right now, where would you put it? Mm, You got to get rid of some of the old stuff to allow you to have room for the new stuff. That is so true. Um, I totally agree with that 100%. Um, I was a person that lived with everything in my mind. Um, You know, you speaking about journaling, it, it I had to do that as well. Um, I, I called it an open letter to myself. And I realized before I knew it, I had six pages front to back um, of just so many things that I had been holding on to, so many things that I had suppressed um, and didn't know how, you know, it was really affecting me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and once I began that trans- transformational journey, I realized now I'm an overthinker. So I got to put everything on paper. I got so many now. I literally have boxes of just things that I had to like put away um, because they were thoughts, you know, they were, you know, things to myself, acknowledgements, accountability, um, so many different things that I had to like box up instead of going back to look at it. Cause it's like, this is, you know, you're good. You, you good. You know, you're in a great place. Um, I'm at so much peace in life. Um, but them notebooks was a real reason why, um, you know, <laughs> Peace, you know, and I'm a continue process. You know, that's one thing, you know, us as coaches, we do have to remind ourselves that we are on a continual journey. Um, but you also carry, you know, the term PhD as well. So um, kind of <laughs> let them know, you know, how you incorporate that into, you know, day to day life with you and coaching and how you serve, because I think it's amazing what you do. So the road to the PhD started off with a MBA from the University of Chicago. And because my problem was money, I sought to find out more and learn more and more about money because I knew I couldn't go through life always, as people say, a day late and a dollar short. Mm -hmm. I had to get control over whatever those emotions were that was driving me to spend more than I could afford to spend. Now, I'm being divorced from a husband who made a, a a fantastic salary didn't help either because all of a sudden I couldn't have the fancy lunches, the fancy dinner and couldn't buy all the pretty clothes. So it was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> that part. <laughs> that part. So I went through that and I says, okay. And I, so this way I felt like I was qualified to help people with their finances. But the more I did that, the more I understood that it is more than what you know about money. It is also 
that internal mindset thing, that spiritual piece. So I had to go back and get some more education, I thought. So I got a PhD in holistic life coaching. So that way I can work with the entire body. I can work with what's happening in the physical and what's happening with you mentally. And then even go back into what's happened to you spiritually that needs to be healed so that you can move forward. I love it. I love it. Um, and I think that um, that's important for us to understand. Um, you know, I, I am just a, you know, mindset coach um, and definitely know my ethics. I literally make sure I abide by them. Um, I do not try to overstep, you know, because people are maybe like when I say I'm a coach, they're like, oh, you didn't know. No, 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 no. Don't give me that title because I'm not that, um, you know, but because I, I also know what it took. You know, I had therapeutic intervention. I didn't, you know, sit up here and just tell myself tomorrow I was I'm good. You know, I had to go through the processes. And I think that it is great that you offer that whole package because there are so many of us that need that whole package and we don't want to admit it for real. Um, you know, so you being able to do that, I think that it would allow someone else to be, you know, someone to be more comfortable in get receiving the whole package instead of getting going to two or three different people to make that happen. So I think that that is super dope. Yeah. And it's not, it's, I don't want people to think that it's easier to work with me. It's probably harder to work with me too, you know, uh, because I like to start with something tangible and that's why I start with money. So we go through the exercise of categorizing how you've spent your money for the last six months. And I give you the categories. And then that way, that's the, the best way for you to see if you're investing in yourself and if you're investing in your friends, investing in your family, or if you're investing in just foolishness, things that make you look good, feel good, but doesn't make you well. Yeah. And that's the first thing. And that's generally the hardest thing for people to do. But once we get there and they see their habits. See, once you identify what part of your problems are, then you can recognize them Tell it. Tell when, they're, it. when they're coming around the corner. You don't have to wait till they get into your checkbook yes. or your house. You yes. can get around the corner and then you will be able to stop those. And then I give you ways in order to actually use new behaviors in your mm -hmm. life too, so that you can stop it when it gets to the door. Because sometimes when we allow ourselves to be down or depressed we don't that's even a process people could get more value out of if they did it right you know we're yeah. gonna have a pity party man let's have a good pity party let's have, let's, let's have a the best food if you're drinker the best drink but let's put a time period on it yeah okay and we let's just do it and let that stuff out and then I have you go back and journal about it because a lot of things became clear to you in that moment that if you don't write it down, you will forget and then you'll find yourself back here six months or a year later. Yep. I could not agree more. Um, people don't realize that there are steps to your growth. Um, I love that you start off with, you know, financial. It, it, it Listen, that matters. People can sit up here and make it seem like, um, you know, money don't matter, but it does. We're not going to be oblivious to anything. Um, like you, I also have a starting factor because it's like I work with the mindset, but I work on your personal and as well as your business. Because what I find with a lot of women is they want to start businesses, but their personal clarity is 
non-existent, you know? Um, and what happens is you're trying to successfully run a business and you got so much havoc going on in your personal life. How do you think that that's going to, you know, factor in and help you? So we're going to work on the personal clarity first. We're going to establish right. where, what it is that you want personally. Because once you get that personal established, that's going to roll right on over into your business because you're going to be able to be clear on what where you want to take your business. You know, I work with women entrepreneurs um, to establish that and grow their business because I say it all day. Anybody can start a business. But are you mentally capable to maintain it? You that's know, right. it, it's very important, you know, so like having all of those roll in together is super important. So I agree with you on that 100 percent. It is very important. And. I don't think sometimes we value the experiences that we we are that we have. Everything that comes to us comes to us with a message and a lesson. So instead of looking at something as negative, uh, because we all have experiences and it's just how we decide to look at them determines if it's good or bad. Consider it good and ask it. What did you come to teach me? What is it I am to learn? You will be surprised how that situation will speak to you. And sometimes we just don't like the answer. But I say at that point, it's just sometimes we have to get over ourselves too. Hear you know? it. Tell them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we are not perfect. And we are not here just for ourselves. We are here because we are needed on this universe to do that thing that we do well to help others so that they can do their thing well, so that we can all get in a better place. That's why we're here. Yeah. We're not here just for us. We're here to save the world. The world would be in a much better position if everyone stepped into their greatness. And you don't have to, and like the saying is, is God didn't call, he didn't, he didn't call the, uh, he, he didn't call the smart, he called the willing. Mm -hmm. So you have to go, you'll learn along the way. Yeah. But you have to be able to to do that. So if you find I, I usually tell people, if you find yourself in a painful experience, I want you to start with what I call a worthiness journal. I want you to write down the lessons that you learned that you are most proud of, because it is so easy for us to remember what's wrong with us mm -hmm. what we, and what happened and what we didn't do right. And he. And he did me wrong stories. He fought right to it. That's right. And we have a hard time remembering the things that we are proud of, how we overcame some of those lessons. Because everyone is going through something because no one came here perfect. And then in that same journal, forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know. Often lack of forgiveness is the result of us living life, looking through the rearview mirror. We talk about what we could have, should have, would have done. When the truth is we did the best we could at the time with the information we had and yes. with the experience we had. And yes. that is what we need to be thankful for and proud of ourselves for. Yeah. Now, now you have new information. So write the information down, but don't beat yourself up about it because you didn't yeah. know it before. I absolutely agree. Um, I literally had a uh, my weekly one of my weekly mentoring um, groups and we were talking about like grieving and healing. Mm -hmm. um, and I was, you know, just letting them know, like grieving doesn't necessarily mean you've lost a person through death. Um, you know, we don't grieve certain situations. Um, I have had some hell of experiences this year, you know, um, and 
I understand now that I had to grieve those experiences um, because they were losses, whether it was friendship, um, you know, um, client, you know, mm-hmm. um, stuff, anything like that. Those are things that we should grieve, you know, right. um, especially to, to embrace those emotions, um, you know. So it's just like you've got to really kind of feel that stuff so you can get through that stuff. You know, and also understanding that obstacles are going to occur. You know how, and I know you, you know, see it a lot too. These people have expectations that nothing is going to happen, um, especially when they work with us. You know, they feel like right. that we are going to give them a hundred percent foolproof, and we're not going. Wait, they never going to experience another problem again, ever, another obstacle, <laughs> and that's just not realistic. Um, you know, so just understanding that we are going to have obstacles. Um, the quote I use lately is life be life. And I had, I say that so much now <laughs> life be life in, you know, but it's how you handle life in, you know, is where your triumph is going to come in, you know, how you're handling that. If you're not equipped to handle those obstacles, if you're not equipped to know that, Hey, something may occur. And if it does, I'm ready for it. You know, um, the bump isn't going to be as hard. You know, but life is definitely going life. We can't control everything. And that's one thing we that's have right to remember. We, we control very little. That part. Uh, we, we control very little. Down to the fact that we have no idea if we're going to be alive in the next hour. Mm. We have no control. So when life is doing what it's doing, remember, we always put a prayer out or thought out or dream out in this universe for this universe to help us bring it into fruition. It understands that we don't know everything that we're going to need to know in order to achieve that. We're the only ones that think we know it all. Okay. (laughs) The universe understands you don't really know everything. So obstacles come your way and there'll be a bunch of trials and tribulations and things because there's some information that you need to learn in order to be successful in the thing that you want to do. But those obstacles don't come until you're ready for the lesson. So just so when they do come, people just need to remember, okay, now I'm ready for the next step. So I need to work with this obstacle. And then after I get past that, there'll be more obstacles because there are more steps. So and the minute you don't have any obstacles, you are dead. Okay. You're just dead. Tell them, please tell them. You you died. That's what happens. (laughs) (laughs) It's the reality that we need to hear, though. You know, um, these are the conversations that need to be discussed. Um, You know, it's not being harsh. It's not being mean. It's being real. Mm -hmm. Um, So these are things that, like you said, we cannot control. You know, we could get off this podcast and something happens. You know, it's just something that we can't control. The only thing that we can do is stay mindful of who we are. Right. You know, trust in our processes of who we are and who we want to be uh-huh. and stay intentional. Um, right. That is I, I say that every day. That is a part of my affirmations daily, you know, staying intentional mm-hmm. in what it is that I want to do, who I want to serve, my purpose. You know, um, I have to stay intentional with that. And something you said a few minutes ago, um, we have to put the positive into our life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because we default to negative. We see negativity all day. You turn on the TV and the news. What's the first thing you see? Negativity. Um, you know, you turn, you get on social media. Um, what's the first thing you see? You might see somebody passed away or you might see there was a, you know, something that happened to somebody. You know, um, those are things that even though we feel like we're supposed to stay informed, 
Um, those are things that can set negative tones for the entire day. You know, yeah, I want to encourage people though, when they watch the news and things like that, um, and use it as like a prayer guide. Okay. So if something bad is happening on the news that you just watched, your responsibility is to send up a prayer and some good intentions in order for that situation to, to work out the way it's supposed to work out. It's stop taking it as something as like a woe is me or as some of my friends say, oh my God, the world's coming to an end. What's this? What's going to happen? There's not enough of this. There's not enough of that. Right. There's not enough of this, right? There has been enough of what we needed our entire life. Trust that some power greater than us knows exactly what we need in the future and we will have it. So you got to drop that lack consciousness because if you see lack anywhere, then there's going to be lack in your life and there's going to be lack in your business. There's going to be lack in everything that you do. You have got to find the good in whatever it is you're looking at. And sometimes that good is, oh, this is a message for me to add that situation to my prayer list. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, right. there's nothing wrong with throwing some positive words because here's the thing. I'm throwing positive words out in general. Right. Um, you know, I'm affirming those that, you know, could be in my media circle. You know, um, the intention is to make sure that I am giving out that positive energy, um, you know, even on the rougher days. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we, we experience those days. Um, I, um, the past week, um, mm -hmm. I, you know, have been a little more emotional than normal, but because I've always suppressed emotions in the past, um, I didn't, I didn't really know how to feel with that. Just the last couple of years, I'm walking in my purpose and being completely vulnerable with my emotions. Um, but I'm okay with that. We can have them. And like you said earlier, just don't stay there. Right. You know, feel your emotions, have them, you know, get that cry out, you know, get that anger out, scream, throw the glass across the room, have whatever it is that you need to do to get that out. Just don't stay there. That's the biggest important right. factor is to not stay there, right. you know, um, and, and, and speaking on that, um, what would you say to someone that, you know, um, as we record this, you know, we're coming up on the new year um, and but I really want to kind of, you know, give some really good feedback to those that may be, you know, ready to make some changes and, you know, know they have some challenges. But like, how would you, you know, suggest possibly trying to begin the journey of overcoming? So you've got to identify first, what do you want to be? Where do you want to go? You've got it. You don't. But it doesn't have to be a hard stop. So I want people to pick something. I don't want you to get married to it, okay? Because <laughs> I want you to pick it, all right? Uh, so, because if you're supposed to be someplace else, the universe will guide you there and you need to be open enough to pivot when it's time to pivot. Absolutely. So find something that you're passionate about. And when I say passionate about something, sometimes for some people it's like, okay, I keep thinking about this, or I keep thinking I might start this, or so find out what that is and ask yourself why. Ask yourself why you want to do that five times. Write it down. Because your why is what keeps you going when the going gets tough. So you've got to know why you want to do that. And that is something you should do for every project that you start. And check in with those whys periodically to make sure you still want to do it. Yeah. Because maybe 
something happened and you changed your mind about it. Yep. But you told everybody you're going to do this thing. Now you feel bad about it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what they do. You're, you are here to be true to yourself. Okay. And if you're true to yourself, you will naturally be true to others. That doesn't mean that you need to do what other people want you to do. You do what you need to do and what's calling your soul. So if you need to change what it is you want to do, feel free to do it. Don't be embarrassed about it. If you go back and look at a lot of the, the uh, multi-millionaires and billionaires, they did 20, 30 things before they landed this Man, where they are now. And, and give yourself that permission. People just don't tell those stories. That's all. That's why it doesn't look like yes. it. Yes. Right. Then I want you to do what I call some mirror work. I ask everybody to keep a compact with a mirror in their purse, in their pocket or somewhere. Okay. And when things don't seem to be going well, Pick that mirror up and look at yourself and remind yourself how wonderful you are and that you love yourself. And don't pass a mirror without stopping and looking at it and says, Ooh. oh, Stephanie, I love you. Okay. You made me no, I, I do that. I do that. You do that, right. So because sometimes you're the only person who's going to fill yourself up. And it's not that other people don't care. It's just that other people are also busy trying to stay strong, trying to stay positive and trying to stay on track for their own dreams and goals. So do that. So we, you're going to you're going to write about it. You're going to remember why you're going to do some mirror work and you're going to do it every day. OK, and do it in some strange places. So people will look at you funny, especially when you don't want to be bothered with some people. <laughs> Pull out a mirror and start talk, telling yourself how beautiful and wonderful you are. You don't have to worry about those people bothering you anymore. Okay? I'm telling you. And if there are people who you have to manage the people in your circle. So I allow my friends to have the same problem for one year. And that's it. And if they have the same problem on 366 day, I say, no, you like that. That's not a problem. That's what you want to do. So you need to stop complaining to me about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because if you spend all of your time trying to give advice to others, trying to get them to move out of the way, then what's happening is you're using time that you need for yourself on other people who already know what they need to do. Yeah. They're looking for an excuse not to do. And better yet, they want you to stay in a place where they can feel comfortable. So you cannot regain your power if you're in a place where others are comfortable. You've got to get where you need to be. Mm. That's what you've got to do. And in order to, excuse me, in order for you to reclaim that power, you've got to look at and anticipate some of the obstacles, okay? You're not going to get them all, so don't give yourself an F. But you need to anticipate three or four things that could go wrong. And then you've got to have a strategy. We call it a, we call it a scenario planning in graduate school. You figure out what you want to accomplish. That's one scenario. How is it going to look? The next scenario is what if it fails? What are you going to do? And then the third scenario is what if it is highly successful, more than you ever thought about? What are you going to do? You need to have those three scenarios ready because when you are finally in motion and one of the three happen, you don't have time to sit down and put 
and, and create a strategy plan at that point. You need to know what you're going to do next if it's failing. You need to know how to determine if it's failed so you can call it. Or if it's wildly successful, you need to know what to do because if you only thought you were going to sell thousand books and you got 20,000 orders in there. You can't sit down now and decide what you're going to do. You need to know before. So that's another thing that I advise people to do. And then check in with yourself a couple times a day. I keep a a timer on my phone. And when it goes off, I know that's the signal for me to get still and sometimes just to breathe. Okay. Sometimes it's to remind myself I'm doing a good job. Okay. Cause you don't tell yourself terrible things. No, you don't do that. Trust me. There are enough other people that tell you what's wrong. You yeah. don't have to do it yourself. Okay. So I check in with myself regularly. How do I feel? What is my body telling me too? Because we get a lot of times when we don't recognize in our minds what's happening, our bodies are giving us signals. So is there pain in my body? Where is that pain? And if there is pain, I do talk to it. I say, hi, me, you know, I need you. So what's going on with you? And you'll get a sense of what's happening. Sometimes it's just being still, taking a deep breath, focusing that breath into where that pain is. And then you will be surprised how centered you get. And as my mother used to say, this way you have your whole body and all of your pieces together in one Mm -hmm. instead of your mind over there (laughs) and your heart over there. Okay. (laughs) So those are some things that I actually recommend. And I do actually recommend and do everyday meditation. You got to start your day out in a quiet place. And people think meditation has got to be an hour long. I know. Um, it doesn't have to be. Uh, and even if you can't do the meditation on your on your own, YouTube has tons of guided meditations that are good. Some of them are 10 minutes long. Surely you got 10 minutes for yourself. Sure. Uh, sit still and meditate every day. And then at night, do your gratitude list. Because we forget the good things that happen, but oh my God, can we remember those negative things? Ooh, we can oh have 20, 20 positive things, but that one negative going to trump all of it. Now, negative emotions tend to be stronger in our brains than positive emotions, which is why you have to write them down. Mm-hmm. But research has recently proven that people who keep gratitude lists make 11% more money than the people who don't. Mm. And it lowers their blood pressure. It lowers diabetes and they sleep better. So that so if for no other reason than to have better gyms, health, gyms, no money, you gyms. need gratitude list. Okay, gyms, y'all heard That's that? Right. Gyms. Hey, if y'all not writing down all the game that she just gave y'all on this podcast, you better stop it right here and you better go back and rewind it because. And, <laughs> and if you don't believe in gratitude list, this is the litmus test. Okay. If there's somebody, if you're walking on the same side of the street as somebody that you know is negative, what do you do? You cross the street. Period. Period. Okay. I'll cross quick. Right, quick. If you see them coming, you cross them. Or we'll put our head down if if they if we're in the <laughs> office with them. Y'all know what we do. We get up. We got to go to the bathroom. Yes. You know. You know. Oh, I'm on the phone. Ain't nobody on the I phone. I do it. I do it. I am so unapologetic on getting away from that energy. I, hey, I'm sorry. You know, I gotta go. Um, you know, I, yeah, I did say I was gonna say, but I, something came up. I apologize. I'm, I'm out of there. 
But if they are positive, you walking toward them. You you like the conversation. You look forward to every time that you to you see them. Yeah. So that's why that's what gratitude helps. It does put you in a better frame of mind. It keeps you focused on what's going right all the time. But then I want you to put your gratitude on steroids. If someone has helped you that week, I want you to find a way to thank them. Send them an email, send them a note, send them a postcard, just let them know. And I want you to do that for every day and at least three times a week at a minimum. Yeah. Because people say kind things to us and we don't, we acknowledge it then, but we don't give them, we don't do anything tangible. And you never know where the kindest people can be hurting too. Cause you all know, we all cover up those emotions Absolutely. that don't feel good. And we, just, we, 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 queen right. of suppression. we the right. queens of suppression. Right. We, we'll suppress everything. We put that makeup on, that lipstick on, and go out and put that big smile on and party and everything inside of us hurts. Yeah. Okay? All so right. when someone does something that helped you or lifted your spirits, be sure to say thank you. And it can be as simple as sending the email. Hey, greetings. Hope everything is well. Don't want much, but want to tell you I really appreciate what you said. It made my day. You'd be surprised how much that helps other people. Uh, one year I sat down and wrote a gratitude letter to all of my friends as a Christmas present. This oh, has been about five years ago now. I love it. And to this day, do you know they still have those letters? I love it. I love it. That is so I, dope. I wrote what I liked about them, you know, things they did to help me, why I why I love having them as a friend. And one and there were three of them. They called in and they each were crying on the phone. I bet. Oh, I'd have been you I'd have been no good. Do you hear me? No good. I would have been crying for days behind that because that is like the ultimate positive reinforcement. You know mm -hmm. how we said how you know it's great to affirm ourselves, but we do like to hear it from others. You know, right. we do we like do. to hear that from others, you know, no matter nobody, I, I don't need nobody to tell me nothing. I'm good. Stop lying to yourself. That's right. Get, real, get accountable right. and say, you know what? I do want to hear that. I do want to hear how proud somebody is of me. I do want to hear how right. grateful you are of me. And that is like, hey, I'd have been crying for a week if you just send me a letter right there. <laughs> <laughs> so those are some those are some easy tips. So of course, now people like to stall because they gotta have a pretty journal or something great to write with. Pick up paper, right? Pick up some paper, okay? It can be copy paper, some paper somebody wrote on the other side. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Put it on your phone. You can put it on a on a dock. We have so many ways now where we can record those things that happen and yes. and record them because there. When you're down, you can go back and look at the great things that happened to you that year mm -hmm. because we forget those things. But we do remember who cut off cut us off in traffic, but we don't remember. I got road race, so I know I <laughs> and anything you don't want to happen in your life anymore, write that stuff on a sheet of paper. You can tear it up, bury it. I burn mine. Okay. You know what? It's so crazy you say that, Doc, because I literally had an event at our office here over the weekend. Um, we did a vision party and burn ceremony. We right. had got a fire pit. And I had them, everybody that, you know, attended, they um, wrote down everything they wanted to leave in 2022 and we burnt it. 
We right. literally threw right. our papers in the burn, and that was so liberating. Um, it was so liberating. They were so excited, you know, because not only were they burning 2022, they were visioning their 2023. We put everything together, and it mm -hmm. was a dope event. It was so so needed. Um, you know, I just had somebody cry about it. Um, I love seeing that vulnerability in us women because we need that. That is going to be one of the most pivotal things that is going to give us the strength to be able to handle the world that we are, how we're supposed to handle it, you know, really walking in our strength. Um, you know, so I think that that is dope, but you're, you're right. Um, get rid of anything and everything. Um, be ready for sacrifice. Um, you know, we've got to be ready to sacrifice, you know, the things that just don't align with us anymore. Even if they've aligned with you for 20 years before, you got to be ready to let them sacrifices go. Right. And, just, and you gave some dope, dope, dope resource. Dope. Yeah. Just, yeah. Let those things go that no longer serve you. And if you're having problems with that, ask yourself, do you still crawl anywhere to get to where you want to go? Hmm. And the answer is no. You didn't have any trouble giving up crawling when you learned how to walk. As a matter of fact, when you learn how to walk, nobody can tell you to crawl. Okay. Okay. So give release that that no longer serves you. Yeah. Because it's a heavy bat, it's a hurt, it's a heavy burden for you to carry. Absolutely. And we don't spend enough time. I can't say this enough with ourselves. Mm -hmm. So your meditation time. Uh, your journaling time, it may sound like a lot of time and sure it could be 30 minutes. Mine takes about an hour a day, but I'm worth an hour. Yeah. I say it's 1,440 minutes in a day, <clears throat> excuse me. And you can't tell me that you don't have the time. You know, right. somebody brought that to me one day, like a year over a little bit over a year ago. And I have been saying it ever since because that gave me a totally different perspective. Mm -hmm. 1,440 minutes, who ain't got 40 minutes to do something for right. me? Who right. 1440? Oh, I'm gonna make it, you know, because right. I'm like, if I don't do that, then because you know, 24 hours, okay, yeah, you work eight, so you automatically like, I don't got the time, but you put that in the minutes, right? You ain't got an excuse, you got to, it's and harder I, to make that excuse, it is really hard. So, you got the time, take the time though, value yourself to where you will do it, and don't expect anything to happen right away. As a matter of fact. What I've learned in my experience is that the things that occur, occur so subtly that you didn't notice. And then one day you look up and you're living everything that was on all those papers you wrote, but you don't, you can't put your finger on what changed because yeah. when you work with, when you work with yourself and you work in alignment with the universe, things will change. And, you know, you asked and you got it. So yeah. it does come to you. Um, and when you spend time with yourself, watch all of the negative thoughts. Stay away from the negative conversations. If you're on the phone with friends who are having some negative conversations, I say, unless we got something good to talk about, I got to go, okay? Because if I want to dwell on some problems, child, I got my own, okay? Hey, go on Pandora's box and pick up one of them and dwell on that. So watch what you say. I always say God made Carl waiting so that when the negative people call, we, we would know not to answer. And I've discovered people are incredibly re residual too. So if you don't answer their call three, four times, they will stop calling you. So you don't have to say that.
So be careful who you talk to. Be careful what you talk about. Okay. And it's nothing wrong with saying I'm having an issue that I need to resolve, but it is something wrong that says every time this happens, I go here, this hurt, Lord, I don't know what, but nobody wants to hear that. We can help you with a solution, but we need to be able to have a good conversation about what are you doing? What was the outcome? Okay. And when you did a, what happened? Yes. And then maybe we could do some tweaking around that. Absolutely. But we've got to watch the negative conversations and we've got to stop people from having the conversations. And you can simply say, now you're in the good vibe section right about now. Okay. Yes. Because people generally need to be able to work on their own issues and we are not really their counselors. Mm-hmm. We don't know the whole story. Absolutely. And feel free to, to recommend a counselor or a therapist to someone if you know someone because you need to get them in the hands of someone who's actually mm-hmm. trained to help them because we can do more bad than, than good if we're not Absolutely. trained to. Absolutely. Um, I, I agree with that 100%. Um, listen, y'all, one thing that I'm going to tell you is we are no longer living with the stigma of not wanting to talk to somebody. Um, we are seeing things happening at an amazingly alarming rate um, with regards to, you know, not just suicide, but with regards to the stigma over, you know, keeping the business in the house and not telling that. These are things that we need to get out uh, for the sake of living in our truth and becoming more healthy mentally. Um, our mental well-being is our priority and it's mm-hmm. our obligation to maintain it um, to the fullest of our ability. And if you've got to speak your truth to make that happen, then that's exactly what you got to do. Let nobody tell you that you shouldn't talk about it. Uh, we're no longer living in the days of, you know, what goes on in this house stays in this house. Not when it's traumatizing generation after generation after generation. Um, it is time for us to break free from that way of thinking. Um, and I am here to advocate for that 100%. Um, don't come to me with that. Um, don't don't keep my business out the streets because then I'm not the person for you because we're, we want to talk growth. We want to talk overcoming. We want to talk walking in our truth, being unapologetic and not letting anyone keep it, keep anything held over our heads to make us scared to not walk in our true purpose. Um, it, it's we got to yes. make it happen. We got to make it happen. Um, well, I've got your website scrolling at the bottom. So let them know where they can find you at um, with regards to the website and what you've got upcoming for 2023. I'm definitely excited to know. So my website is champagneconnection.com and people are usually curious about that, but champagne just means life is too short not to have the best. And we generally think of champagne as the best and connection is I help connect you to that best life. Uh, And it's at the bottom scrolling across. Mm -hmm. I have, um, some free pot. I have my podcast out there. I've got some merchandise out there, some books nice. and uh, different things that'll help you to hold this. And when you sign up, though, I have to warn you because you go- <laughs> you sign up, you will get the blueprint to financial success. It comes, nice. it drips in for about two weeks and it deals with all of the things that happens or could be happening uh, with you it, that has stuck, got you stuck in a place of financial mm. poverty. So don't be mad at me. Just do your homework. Okay. Hey, tell them. All right. Tell them. Do your homework. Call me if you need some help. Okay. But hey. we, ha- it helps you deal with childhood memories. As you said, all of that stuff does end up affecting the person we are and especially our money. So if you're not 
able to make the money or bring the money, you've got some things, some blocks that you've got to clear. Absolutely. I just published a book, um, Self-Esteem, Your Superpower, Ways Parents Can Improve Children's Self-Esteem. I said I wasn't going to write any book, any more books. I'd written four. This is the fifth book, but uh, God had a different idea. So um, I tell you. Yeah. yeah. So we wrote the book. Okay. Then we put the manuscript away back in March because we weren't going to do anything with it. And all of a sudden, um, I did a mountain climb and at the top of that mountain, God was asking about his book. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> Go back down and get started. Finish up, go to the hotel room and start working on your manuscript again you and send it out. So it me. hit uh, December the 6th. It's got easy ways for people to improve their children's self-esteem. And it's for parents, it's for sisters, it's for any your brothers, aunts, uncles, anyone. Because if there's a child in our life, we are responsible for helping them develop a positive self-esteem. Because low self-esteem is linked to everything we already know. We already know low self-esteem causes eating problems, mental problems, emotional problems, suicide, uh, depression, uh, serial killers, even all of that. We already know. So there are easy ways. And I have been told by some that this book has actually helped them as adults identify the fact that they had low self-esteem. So now they're fi- they're working to fix that too. So mm-hmm. it's a little bitty book, looks like this. It's small as you can see, because if you're working with children, you don't have time to read. You definitely Okay, so, uh, and it can be found every place you buy books. Uh, of course, we're running, um, trying to make the Amazon bestsellers list. So I'm encouraging there, but it's every place you buy books and it is available also in uh, ebook form too. So it's on Kindle, it's on Nook, it's on Apple uh, and it's on Google also. It's on Smashwords too. That's my brand new, my latest project. Uh, It's doing pretty good. And um, I was just uh, working on some more games today. So I'm a big, I'm big in games, even when I counseling, even when I'm counseling, uh, coaching their games, because I mm-hmm. think that when we can get back to that childlike self, then we're able to to open our hearts and our minds to the creativity that already exists. It doesn't die because you're a kid. It doesn't die because you got old. It doesn't die because you're sick or you're broke. It's still there knocking on the door, waiting for you to open it. And the best way to open it is to be kind to yourself, spend some time as we talked about. And I know as, as you've all also coached to your clients, um, just do the work and you will be amazed at what happens. And you'll be amazed at how easily it happens. At first, it's hard because it's different. Yeah. But once you stick with it, you will be surprised. And you will know, as I always say, you'll learn that life is far too short to drink cheap champagne. So mm-hmm. let's get it going and let's Woo! live the life that we deserve and make it. That's right. Make today so good that yesterday gets jealous. That's our job. I love it, Doc. That is so dope. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Like you have dropped so, so, so much resource and solution. Hey, if y'all say this podcast, I don't know what to tell y'all. Y'all ain't trying to grow. You know, Um, thank you so much. Um, You just really like brought so much empire real talk my my listeners are going to love it um they know that i'm bringing you know them uncomfortable uncut 
raw but real conversations and you did just that um thank you so much for bringing your expertise um i so appreciate it and you are welcome back anytime anytime okay. we have a conversation. Just let me know and i'll be glad and i i do love the fact that you are helping people to explore what's making them uncomfortable because that's where the gold is y'all that's what magic is right there. i'm telling you i'm telling that's right. you that's so right, right. Thank and you. we need we need more like you doing thank that you. so thank you for the work that you do i appreciate that so much so so much all right y'all we're gonna go ahead and get out of here y'all know where y'all can find me at at coach k-a-y-w-d-s on all social media platforms but y'all know i want y'all to subscribe like i asked y'all earlier so if you haven't by now please make sure that you do so um i definitely appreciate the support nonetheless 2023 is going to be an amazing year for each one of you listening to this episode um let's get it popping do what we got to do Stay intentional, you guys. Stay empowered. Stay positive. Until next time, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye, y'all. Bye.